0: You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 a.m. This is the Morning Buzz with Minkiran Ajilan. And we're talking about a research group based in BC that is inviting youth researchers, concerned citizens, and community organizations to join the conversation about how to identify and address the negative impacts of climate change on mental health. We are now speaking to Kiffer Card, co chair for the summit and assistant professor at SFU's Faculty of Health Sciences. Kiffer, thank you so much for joining us this morning
1: pleasure to be with you.
0: So please tell us about mental health and climate change Alliance and how it got started?
1: Yeah, you know this idea of mental health and climate change. you think to maybe the average person it might be like, what are you talking about? What's going on here? And so um, you know but if you if you really start to break down the issue and you think about all the ways that fear about your future life can impact your daily living, it's actually quite important, you know, whether or not you buy a home in a certain area, whether or not you choose to have children. These issues are fundamentally linked to your perceptions about climate change and the potential impacts that it will have on your community. And so uh, the Mental Health and Climate Change Alliance got started in 2021, um, right after a 2020 summit on uh, mental health and climate change we just brought with leading researchers, policymakers together, and we set out an agenda for, like, what does this field need to look like? And that's how we founded the Mental Health and Climate Change Alliance. That summit was a two-day conference with two presenters um, presenting their research related to uh, the impacts of climate change on the mental health of people impacted by severe natural disasters. And this year's summit has over 20 presenters and more than 300 people registered to attend. And so it just really... uh, you know, identifies the fact that this field has really blown up with interest and research. And so it's an exciting time to share those results and have discussions about these practical issues.
0: Kifra, do you think part of the reason that we're having this conversation now, too, is I think about of young people growing up, especially high school students, where they're now talking about climate change and the impact that they could have on their livelihood. Like, I remember when I was in high school, we didn't really touch on climate change too much. I didn't only start really hearing about it till I went to university. So how important is it to really talk about it? Because especially young people are so involved in climate change and they're very open about, you know, how it does impact their mental health.
1: Yeah, I think that's really critical. If you look at the rates of um, you know, uh, distress caused by climate change, um, in our surveys you see that uh, you know, young people are especially uh, more likely to experience distress. There's so something like 6% of the population overall experiences some sort of disruption to their daily life due to their worries about climate change, and youth it's over 20%. And so it really does highlight that this community is really the leaders because they are the ones who are going to be most affected. And we've had this narrative for a long time that, oh, you know, climate change will not impact us for another 50, 100, 150 years. Um, But what we're seeing with the mental health impacts is they're happening today. With the heat dome in B.C. last summer, we saw a 13% increase in the average levels of climate anxiety across the population. So this is something that's starting to impact how people view the world and their place in it
0: one of the terms that I first started hearing about was eco-anxiety. Can you tell us about that one?
1: Yeah, eco-anxiety describes cognitive or functional impairments, and, and basically it describes that sort of distress where you can't focus on the things you need to focus on, you can't do the things you need to do, because you're so preoccupied with the concerns about what the climate change um, might cause for you know in terms of the impacts on you, your family, maybe your grandparents. You know, with the heat wave uh, recently, what was it, something like 800 people died, um, and many of those people were seniors, and so those were people's grandparents and family members. Um, and so I think, uh, you know, the sort of eco-anxiety is a rational response to the pending threat that any time a heat wave or a natural disaster could greatly affect you, or that existential threat of one day this might have a great, much greater impact on your life. And, um, and for people... You know, experience those impairments, it's, uh, it's obviously not what we want because, you know, if you're concerned, you can be a good steward of your environment, you can take action, you can do what needs to get done to advocate for change. But if you have anxiety, that really limits your ability to be an effective change maker um, because that distress can impair you, leading to something we're starting to call eco-paralysis, and that means you can't do the sort of things that you need to do um, to, to go about your daily life.
0: And do you think part of the challenge too, right, is when we talk about mental health and climate change, and you touched on it there just now, is the fact that people don't feel like they have a sense of control of this particular situation?
1: Yeah, you know, many, many things that do cause anxiety in people's lives. um, We have things like cognitive behavioral therapy and other interventions that focus on helping you just take control of the situation and, and make change in your life. Well, that's really hard for climate change because it's such a big problem that is not even on the scale of nations, right? These are international agreements that need to govern out how, you know, climate change unfolds. There are things that can happen on the local level that can make us safer to adapt to the realities of climate change. And I think that's where people can still channel their energies in. But it's easy to get caught up in all that doom and gloom messaging and forget that, you know, that there are things that I can do. I can get to know my neighbors who live alone so that they can be safe in the event of a heat wave. I can, you know, uh, live more responsibly with myself. But, yeah, it's a, it's a big weighty issue, and I think that is part of this problem and why it requires unique research and unique study uh, from mental health professionals and communities alike.
0: And, Kiffer, can you tell us a little bit about what other kinds of topics the summit will be touching on?
1: Yeah, so I think the, the summit, you know, with uh, presenters from, I think, six or more countries, uh, presenting one on the local impacts of climate change, how different populations, whether that be indigenous peoples or youth, are experiencing grappling with and dealing with climate anxiety, looking from everything from arts-based interventions, from spending time in nature, looking at the evidence behind what is the most effective thing that people can do to help know, address their mental health, but also what can they do to build healthier and stronger networks and communities in their hometowns so that they can actually deal with some of the threats of climate change. And so, um, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of exciting and diverse topics. It is kind of a narrow slice of research, of course, mental health and climate change being this very new, growing intersection. Uh, but within that, there's a lot of rich content to, to sift through.
0: And and Kiffer, for those, I know that the registration deadline has passed for the summit, but if people want to follow along, get more information, where do they need to go?
1: We've actually extended the registration deadline uh, to midnight tonight um, before we send out all the Zoom links and all that sort of thing. Um, And so people can visit uh, nhcca.ca, and that's our website, and and, uh, they can look for the summit on mental health and climate change on Eventbrite and get registered and participate. All of the presentations will be recorded and will eventually be distributed through our social media as well. So if you're not able to you know, give a big chunk of your portion on the day of the week um, because you you know, work or something, then, uh, then that will be available on social media as well, so you can follow that. And we'll put that stuff together in the coming months.
0: Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.